Welcome to the Fit for Life podcast, the show where we learn a bit more about being happy in the body we have, taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life. Episode 32. If you like it, put a ring on it. My favorite event in the Olympics is gymnastics. I know, I ran track and I'm probably supposed to say track and field, but it's gymnastics. Just the sheer power that these athletes can produce and the absolute mastery over their bodies is humbling. If there was one sport I wish I could have done as a younger person, it would be gymnastics. It's something I've always wanted to try, and short of some basic tumbling classes or messing around with the equipment during pole vault practice, I've never had the chance or gone out of my way to find a coach and receive proper instruction. I've had a set of gymnastic rings since college. They're not the fanciest rings, but they've been with me over 10 years now. They've survived my workouts, the abuse of the high school and college athletes I've coached over the years, and traveled with me from the town I grew up in to different parts of the country, and finally settling with me in Austin, Texas. At this point, countless sessions and workouts on a pair of rings that cost me $30 shipped, this was the first purchase I made for my home gym. I've been asked what my recommendations for a piece of equipment would be that I think everyone should own, and I almost always say rings. I really believe that they're an incredibly versatile way to exercise your entire body. They're light, easy to pack and take with you, and can be pretty much used anywhere you'd like to work out. In a gym, hang them from a pull-up bar. A park, hang them from a tree. A garage, hang them from the rafters. Get creative and you'll find a way to make it work. Currently at home, I hang them from my pull-up bar in the squat rack. It's a little tighter than I'd like, and I should probably just suspend them from the ceiling. I'll post an update when I finally get around to doing that. Anyways, I was getting a little distracted, sorry. I really just want to express my love for rings. It takes relatively easy bodyweight work and dials it up to 11 by introducing a moving and unstable connection. Don't believe me? Think you're a badass? Try some push-ups. Just do a set of five. The way your body will have to recruit your entire pec, shoulder, abs, even your legs, back, and glutes get pulled into the movement. Go slow and controlled. Focus on making the movement smooth. It's not as easy as it seems. And that's just one exercise. There's countless exercises and variations you can perform. My workouts tend to be short with five to six movements, three sets of eight reps, resting for 60 to 90 seconds between. If technical failure hits, meaning I can't properly execute the move with good form anymore, I'll stop the exercise or make it easier. And this is actually one of the beautiful things about rings, adjusting the difficulty. With weights or barbell work, you adjust the actual weight you're lifting by adding or subtracting plates. With rings, you can adjust the length of the straps the rings are hanging from or add bands to reduce the resistance. This means, regardless of where you're at in your fitness journey, the rings can and will accommodate you. All the way from a push-up to a planche or hanging to a pull-up, dips are always hard and you won't convince me otherwise. I'd love to say it's because of the surgery and having my chest cut open, and that doesn't help, but no, dips on rings are just not my favorite. But since I'm getting distracted and excitedly sharing my thoughts on rings, I want to talk about the holy grail of ring movements, the ring muscle-up. And I'm not about to turn this episode into a tutorial. YouTube can help with that. But the muscle-up is an excellent goal to set if you've never done one. A combination with both a pull and a push phase, I remember my first muscle-up like it was yesterday. I'd been trying and trying to get it, but I just kept missing it. Kipping got me in the right position, but I was having a hard time doing a strict muscle-up like the gymnasts do. But that first time, when it all clicked and it went so smooth, I didn't really acknowledge it. No kip, no swing, no chicken wing, 
I just went up. It was like a part of my brain unlocked, and that's the kind of moment that keeps me coming back to the rings. It's very hard, but it also always feels a bit like I'm a kid on the playground. And when your workout feels like playtime, it's much easier to get yourself out to spend the time, especially when you're sore, and you will be sore. If you're interested, there are a ton of tutorials and instructional videos on YouTube to get you started on the rings. If this episode sold you on the idea of ring workouts, consider using Fitness FAQ's ring workout program, and I'll put a link in the show notes. You do need to purchase the workout program, but his quality and knowledge of calisthenics is exceptional. I don't have this particular program yet of his, but I will likely pick it up and run it in March. If you're already running a rings program, I'd love to hear how it's going or see your progress. Send it to me on Instagram. I need the motivation to finally finish hanging my rings from the ceiling in the garage. If you made it this far, thank you for taking the time to spend some of your day with me. Questions, comments, or anything you'd like to share, feel free to send me an email to livefit at fitforlifepodcast.com. Who knows, maybe your question will end up in a future episode. But that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life.